Good morning, good morning, good morning. How are you doing? I'm sorry about yesterday. I sent out that teaching, and I must have recorded over something because I couldn't find it. <laughs> I had a couple people let me know, like, hey, man, this was an old teaching. I was like, ah. I thought it was pretty good, too, so. Hmm. No love in the game. Guess God didn't want that going out. But I hope you're having a great morning this morning. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to enjoy this as much as I did this morning because there are verses that that you read and you don't really understand what they're saying. And you kind of just shelve them, shelve them in your mind. And over time, God will reveal them unto you. And it's just, I, you know, in those moments, I, I really enjoy it. Um, but if you go to Philippians chapter 3, this has to do with Paul. And how he was, he was saying he'd give up everything, all his, everything that made him special. His lineage was perfect. He was a Hebrew of the Hebrews of the tribe of Benjamin as touching the law. He was a Pharisee and he thought all of it was ludicrous. All of it, he'd give it up for Jesus Christ. And that's what he did. If you go to verse 10, it says that I may know him. The reason why he would give it up is that he would so that he would know him and the inherent power of his resurrection. You could be perfect in the law and without the knowledge of Jesus Christ knowing that Jesus Christ died for you and that Jesus Christ is the Messiah, it's worthless. It's in vain, it's empty, and it soon vanishes. That I may that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship or the connection of his sufferings to become like form with or to be made conformable to his death. Verse 11, if by any means I might attain or arrive with motion to the resurrection of the dead. Now, this is something I, I mean, one of the things that I'm not really super into is the resurrection as far as eternal life. I don't really think about that, although it does bring me comfort when it comes to those around me who pass away. I do find comfort knowing that, like, I'll see my grandpa again. You know, I, I actually love that fact. But outside of that, I stay really focused on right now, on how to control my mind and my heart day to day walking that I don't live fearful, which is probably why I talk about it all the time. When you have Jesus Christ and you're comforted by the knowledge of Jesus Christ and you're comforted by God knowing that you are taken care of, the stress and the relief is is massive. And I, I wish I could give that to you because it just... When you have faith, believing what you hear from God, and when you go to God asking direction, the direction God gives you, you're never fearful of any situation because the outcome is God-given. If he closes the door, the door is closed, and you don't have to worry about it. If he opens the door, you'll walk through, knowing that God's there for you, causing effect. Anyways, verse 12, not as though I had already received Either were already perfected, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend or lay hold of that for which I am also apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended or lay hold of, lay hold of but this one thing, he forgets, this is the one thing that he lays hold of, that he seizes on. But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind or before, 
and reaching forth or stretching forth to the things which are before or before the eyes. It's a shift and change of mind. You don't look back, looking back on the law, looking back on the acts. You don't look back in your life and wish for those days. You reach forth. You set your mind on what's before you. Better is the sight of the eyes than the wandering of the desire. You stay now, reaching forth to Jesus Christ, reaching forth to faith. Verse 15, well, I'm sorry, verse 14. I press or I follow after. This is, okay, This I'm going to try to do this, but this is going to be difficult because there's a lot of words in here. Here's the verse. I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God remaining within Jesus Christ. I press or I follow after with horizontal motion and duration towards the mark, which is the object set in the distance, the object which one looks and aims. With motion to the end, of the prize, and that's a prize bestowed on games of victory, like those those games they played, the Greek games. Of the high calling, or the calling above of God, remaining within Jesus Christ. You set your aim and your mark towards the high calling, what you are called to do in God's eyes. And the prize is it resurrected life, and being an heir of God. Set your mind on the things that are important. Pray to God, don't live this life fearful. It's not worth it. It's all going away anyways. Have a phenomenal day today. Pray to God in the name of Jesus Christ, always in that name, because there's power in that name, giving thanks to God for the things that you have. Reverential awe and sacrifice is recognizing that God helps you. Therefore, thank him and have yourself a phenomenal day. God bless you and show you how to be happy. And I will talk to you tomorrow. Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for today. And I just pray that everything that's going on that you organize it, that it's organized in a way that we can accomplish everything, that our customers are happy. We figure out what's going on with this saw and um, and how to cut properly or at least more efficiently. I thank you so much for my um, my siblings and just for cleaning up everything, slowing down the business a little bit and, um, and putting in the hours, just everything that's going on with that. I thank you for my dad and uh, just bringing him in to shake the tree up a little bit and... Um, I'm just very grateful for each and everything you do on on the reg, and uh, I pray for a great day today, and I lift it all up to you in the name of my Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus.